Hi, this is Logan, and you're listening to Ladies' Night at Smokies. Hi, Kim. Hi, Logan. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited we're back and talking because we have so much to talk about. It's all yeah. very good. And we didn't get our wish that, you know, it had it would drop right after our last episode. But, you know, I think we'll take it as early birthday presents for both of us. Correct. That, um, <laughs> technically the strike is over for SAG it's it still needs to be ratified right Mm -hmm. it still needs to be voted on but there is some positive news that networks have started releasing air dates and you know actors are starting to show pictures of like we're getting ready we're at the tables like we're getting ready to go back into studio so yay yeah, I think, there's. I think <laughs> most shows are in pre-production, which means yeah. they must be pretty confident that the contract is going to be ratified. Yeah. I've seen some grumblings yeah. about people urging other people to vote no, but mm-hmm. not that many. So I feel mm-hmm. like they're all pretty. They must be pretty confident because mm-hmm. nobody seems to be hesitant about <laughs> anything. Um, yeah, because I I definitely don't feel like networks would be like okay we're gonna start investing all this money back into you know going to do this do that if if they weren't like pretty dang confident that stuff was just gonna go through correct yeah you are right there um yeah and and people i mean it's to the point where there's costume fittings happening there's location scouting happening like we know for a fact that there are major major things happening Mm -hmm. um so it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the we've got first of all, let's talk about. So let's let's start with the strike. So when we recorded last time, the strike was still on, but there was like back and forth talks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what happened was the actor said no to the last and best offer, whatever last final best, whatever they called it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the CEOs got involved and um, were willing to budge on some further language. Mm-hmm. So then the NEGCOM, the negotiating team, and Carol of the AMPTP um, basically in a day and a half hashed out new mm-hmm. AI protections. I mean, that was what it came down to was the AI language. Mm-hmm. Um and they they got an agreement from there. They revised the deal and mm. the actors agreed to it. The board voted on it. Um, and that was it. Everybody's getting back to work. The I've seen some people concerned about the AI protections. I don't know if I haven't heard anybody concerned about anything else. Just the AI protections are the biggest thing that I've seen yeah. people be like, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, and I think there are some fine print things that people don't like. Like they can make cosmetic changes to your scan without your permission and without compensating you. Mm-hmm. There's just like, if you get down in the deep weeds, weeds, yeah. there's like some things that some people are not happy about. Mm-hmm. But, and I said this in our pod squad, squad group chat, I totally get that this is not where people wish AI protections were at the moment. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you can only take what the CEOs are willing to give up in this particular moment, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And they have a line, obviously, because 
the language was only pushed so far. And there's actually a lot of groundbreaking protections in this deal. It's just Mm -hmm. not quite where people ideally would like it to be. Uh, In this instance, I am a baby steps person. So Mm -hmm. take this for now. And then in three years, push for more. That's the point Mm -hmm. of the renegotiations, right? So, you know, you work with this for the moment. And then when it comes time to renegotiate, then you can intensify those protections. But AI is so new right now mm-hmm. that it's it's tricky. Mm-hmm. It's a tricky topic. And the CEOs are convinced it's going to save them money. <laughs> uh, no. And I just don't think it's going to go the way they think it's going to go. Um, but they did, SAG did get some unheard of AI protection mm-hmm. this deal. And the wage increases seem pretty decent to me. Um, pretty significant, especially I think for background actors. I saw it was like a huge increase. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are some definite gains. Uh, but of course, as with any negotiation, there were some compromises. I mean, mm-hmm. there had to be or nothing was going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, it looks like a pretty good deal to me. I, I think mm-hmm. it might be a little weaker than the WGA contract in terms of what SAG started out wanting and what they got. Mm -hmm. But it was SAG had a harder time of it just because Mm -hmm. AI is different for actors versus writers. Mm -hmm. And because it is so vastly different for actors, it was going to be harder, like from the beginning, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was just for sure going to be harder. Um, So you know, I think they they got the deal that they could get, that they, I mean, they got more than what most people thought they were going to get. Which, I mean, that's a win. I yeah. mean, any day of the week. That that's you're not getting less sure. than what you started with, I counted a win. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I th- I think the one thing is, I can't remember off the top of my head, is it, was it Jeff Zucker or somebody saying, oh, great, like he was one of like the not so great guys of like the greedy kind of network kind of guys of I'm glad I kind of like resolved like it should have been done much sooner I agree with everything going on and it's like then why didn't you guys work harder and not make people like it I saw multiple things of like actors and writers being like well had to give up my rent control department had to move back in with my parents because couldn't keep the department anymore I'm just like if you would agree with them this whole time what was this yeah. for? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And it just, that's just what is so frustrating mm-hmm. that it had to come down to that. And it, yeah. it's, it's, I still just get so mad thinking back to that comment from, was it Bob Iger? I don't want to misspeak, but like of somebody saying, we're just going to push them out and wait, even if they lose their job. That's what we want to, like, we, if they, I don't we want them to be as desperate as they can. Yeah, I don't think there was a name attributed to that comment. Okay. I think it yeah. was reported in the article yeah. as an industry yeah. insider or as a CEO, but never specifically yeah. who said it. I don't think, as much as my opinion of Bob Iger has lowered, I don't think he would have okay. said that. That that's seemed what more I, of like That's a, why I didn't want to say it was Bob Iger, but I just, but it was yeah. just still in general of like, even like with that original comment and like the one comment from whatever network kind of guy of like well you know it's they were right this whole time I'm like then why'd you make everybody suffer there was (laughs) no point to 
no point yeah no point at all that you've lost how much money with waiting for all of this to happen Mm -hmm. that is your own own cause and it's just like oh i hate it (laughs) yeah i mean the whole thing was everybody knew it wasn't really about the issues it's about the appearance of power that's what it's Mm -hmm. about the studios don't didn't want to admit that the actors and the writers had power that was that Mm -hmm. was all it was um and everybody knew it everybody knew it which is why it didn't work when they were threatening things Mm -hmm. you know it's just that's just the the way it goes right now i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know i i think the issues everybody knew the issues were solid and valid but i think um it was a matter of getting people on board and allowing certain parties to look like they won or that they Mm -hmm. won something Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know you've watched the west wing Mm -hmm. you know sometimes they would say well you gotta it sometimes the issues came down to the appearance of who won Mm -hmm. right and they talked about that all the time on the west wing it's the same thing here it came down to like well, who are we going to say gained the most from this deal? And they didn't want it to be the actors. Like, that was the entire thing. Which <laughs> uh-huh. is so stupid. Um, but that's how egos work. You know, sometimes you think yeah. we've graduated high school, but then things like this happen and you realize uh-huh. nobody ever really graduates high school. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> it does not. No. Nobody ever really graduates. We're all just older versions of the same 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds uh-huh. that, you know, really dug for that unnecessary drama. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's 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 all the same. Um it's so funny cuz have you heard that the saying that like celebrities stop aging at the age they became famous? Mm. Uh-huh. So, like, for example, if you became famous at the age of 16, you would always sort of have that 16-year-old level emotional maturity. You would just stop. Hmm. Uh, I heard somebody, I saw that somewhere, and I was like, that's interesting. Hmm. I wonder if it's the same for CEOs, because it certainly seems that way. That sounds about right. Hmm. Yeah, they they stop aging at the age at which they first got power, and then they they no longer grow from there. That's my thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so that was the the first bit of news. And then, and then, uh, we started, we got the announcement that things were in pre-production, and that included Fire Country. Uh, and then from there, CBS announced all of their premiere dates. Which, thank you, CBS, because we're still waiting to hear from some other networks granted we also just heard from like abc today Mm -hmm. on november 16th but we're still waiting on some other ones like nbc we're looking at you i was about to say i think the only network we're waiting on is nbc yeah nbc so it's just like come on like let's get a move on here and nbc is very important to us (laughs) like we love fire like fire country is our priority in which of which that premiere date is february 16th so yay so but like we're also waiting with bated breath of hearing from nbc of when the one chicago shows will return uh-huh we are in fact waiting on that for sure i would i would very much like to know 
Uh-huh. Um, please, mm-hmm. please, please, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like immediately if you can, uh-huh. as soon as possible. That would uh-huh. be great. I, <laughs> you know, and we're getting other news too from other uh-huh. shows, um, which we'll talk about that in just a second. Uh-huh. But we haven't had anything other than the premiere date from uh-huh. Fire Country. Um, I did see that the cast had all sort of reposted the premiere date uh Uh from the instagram so they're all excited Uh um so you know and it was most of the people that i hoped were going to come back Uh that were excited there were only a few people that haven't posted but those people also haven't posted since hiatus started yeah so So i'm I'm not really that concerned about it (laughs) so far no news means good news i think so i agree i think um i think we're doing good Uh uh-huh um, like I said, now, well, especially now with the strike being more or less resolved until it's voted on, but essentially resolved, it, now would be the time for people to come out with articles saying this person isn't leaving, that person is leaving. Yeah. So right. it's, you know, knock on wood, but so far, so I think we're good for Fire Country and we don't have to have any weird, no, like unfinished storylines at least hope knock on wood cross your fingers as of yet i mean i think i do think for sure because it's a second season i think we should be yeah safe most of the most shows when they come back for a second season Uh most of the main cast comes back yeah when you get into that third and fourth and fifth seasons that people start to leave yeah um i just just wasn't sure just with the strike and everything because you know sometimes it's this extended period. People get antsy. People are it's like, true. do we know? I mean, granted, Fire Country was a top show for CBS and I think in general in network television. It was. It's under- I, so I don't think anybody want to want to leave. But at the same time, after this prolonged period of time, I'm like, you know, you have the option. Maybe you are bored. Maybe you want to go do something else. I don't know. So, it, but like we said, so far, so good. Not hearing anything of anybody leaving Fire Country. So, yay. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we all, we know that the writing staff has been working for a while so i'm super confident that they have at least two scripts done already if they're already in pre-production up there and trying to ramp things up then we should be well underway by now and certain Mm -hmm. people know what's going to happen in the premiere so that's fun um Mm -hmm. but yeah so but those kinds of news stories are starting to trickle out for different shows like today we just saw an article um of, well emily got the scoop emily Longuretta, uh-huh. that uh kara kilmer is leaving chicago fire so um yeah it's not entirely unexpected uh-uh. um it is bittersweet uh-huh. i am not too upset about it i think because i saw the writing on the wall it was pretty obvious that she, you know that they were ramping up to write her an exit uh it does seem like she'll be around for more than just one or two episodes though mm-hmm. um yeah, <laughs> i think what because normally yeah. chicago fire does not announce these things right no and i think the reason they did this time is because the fans got a hold of like some casting sides for stand-ins mm-hmm. and the description for Kara's said will work half the seasons Uh and i think because that got out and it was obviously noticeable that it was out there that uh wolf called up longaretta was like Uh hey hey can you help us out Uh with this (laughs) so uh yeah i think that's the only reason we got an announcement really Uh but i i from what we've seen we're probably going to have kara for about half of the next season of chicago fire 
some uh-huh. people have the theory that she's going for 200 episodes because she's at 193 right now. I could see that. I could see that. I could see it too. Her wanting that nice round number. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I personally, I would have to because that would just annoy me. Me too. I am being everywhere I looked that it wouldn't be 200. It would so annoy me. I'm very much um, a completionist, meaning like, yeah. I like to have things whole. Yeah, like a start you know? and an end. Like, yeah, and so that would be me too. I'd be like, can I just come for enough episodes to get me to two hundred? <laughs> like, I don't care about. I I don't care about anything else. Just let me let me just work enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would I would need that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, man, it's a complicated thing because like, I know when her last episode actually airs i'm going to be super emotional about it Uh i will be sobbing um oh i same here yeah but for the moment i'm excited because Uh they're gonna have to they've got plenty of time to wrap things up for her to Uh you know and and to give us some bretsy goodness there's no way there's not gonna be bretsy goodness like i I, the way they said it there from has... everything from last season, from the scenes before the season finale, and then the season finale, like la- literal last scene, mm-hmm. there, I'm sorry, there's no way that you want to send her off on a good note and a good, and same thing with a Casey storyline that, you know, isn't necessarily gonna, you know, make it at least open to the possibility if they ever want to like guest star or have a special appearance is perfect. And you're, you're not killing the character off or putting them in a different country so correct correct (laughs) i this is my thoughts on this um i obviously i love sylvie brett she's her and matt casey before they were ever a ship were my favorite characters individually Uh um i love them both very dearly Uh but I understand that like your circumstances in life change your priorities shift and you know sometimes it's just time to move on from a thing Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's where Kara is now and I feel like that's where Jesse was when he left in season 10 so I understand Mm -hmm. the reasons for leaving also I'm glad they announced this one Mm -hmm. I'm glad the fandom gets a chance to like brace for it and Mm -hmm. I wish they'd have announced it with Jesse Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I do respect that they're handling things differently here. Mm-hmm. That they're like, all right, we're gonna intentionally just let people know that this mm-hmm. is coming. Um so I like that choice. And I feel very positive about Bretzy in next season. And that's mm-hmm. hard for me. I'm very much like I'll say I feel great about it. And in the back of my mind, I'm like panicking, like, but what if they don't do the thing that I want them to do? But I was thinking about this today because I saw some people on Twitter before they announced Kara's exit that were like, oh, she's going to say no. She's going to say no. Um, Even without Kara's exit, (laughs) the way they brought Matt back and the way they showed him in the episode is not consistent with her saying no. Because if you think about her other love interest right like kyle when Uh kyle proposed out of the blue we didn't see him before he proposed there was no sort of investment in him getting the girl Uh he was just he just came back out of the blue and proposed um or when you think about dylan like there was no at any point they did not show dylan sort of stating why 
he was attracted to Brett or what he's mm-hmm. showing what he loved about Brett and mm-hmm. in, was interested in about Brett. There was no showing him actively rooting for her or being head over heels in love with her. Dylan was sort of lukewarm the whole time. Mm-hmm. Only other love interest that she's had, only two that they've done this with is Antonio and Granger. And aside from Matt, that they've shown us like how invested in Sylvie they were, right? Mm-hmm. And those are the two that I would consider her best love interest other than Matt. Granger scared us for that reason, right? Because we thought, oh, this is, has a possibility to be her endgame other than Matt. Because mm-hmm. they kept showing how invested in her he was and how much he liked her. Mm-hmm. All right. So take that philosophy and apply it to Matt Casey coming back. Both mm-hmm. episodes he was in, they made it a very pointed part of the plot to show us how in love with Sylvie he is, how mm-hmm. much she means to him, and how deeply his belief in her is ingrained in him. Like, what mm-hmm. lengths he'll go to to support her. You don't I'm, do that yeah. If, yeah. if your intention is for him to propose and get refused. You do that when you want the audience to root for the guy to get the girl. Yeah, because I'm sorry, you also have Jesse come back for, I mean, his out of his own choice to come back for yeah. not like full episodes, but like multiple things for what is essentially almost feels like a storyline for her. Yeah. And I'm just like, you're not just like, what's what's the end game of this? Yeah. For, no, for he didn't come that. back for that task force plot. That task force plot was convenient. It was B plot of the. Right. It was the yeah. excuse to get him back into town. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. That was the excuse to pull him back into Sylvie's world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that plot was by no means the main reason he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, he, they definitely brought him back for Sylvie. <laughs> there mm-hmm. is no doubt about that. Um, I, I don't know. I just think you don't show him in the way that they showed him unless mm-hmm. you want the audience to be pulling for him, rooting mm-hmm. for him. Um, plus the way that proposal was framed with you know he's had the ring for a long time Mm -hmm. and it wasn't he wasn't just asking sylvie he was asking her to be a family it wasn't just will you marry me Mm -hmm. it was let's be a family that's a whole different thing Mm -hmm. and also when you think about sylvie's journey to adopt julia the baby the one thing she says to violet is is this fair to julia am i enough for julia because i'm Mm -hmm. not a family i'm just me Mm-hmm. And then without them even discussing it, Matt use, uses that in his proposal. That's some soulmate shit. Mm-hmm. Soulmate shit right there. Um, so all of it has been contextualized and framed in a way that leads to only one thing. <laughs> and that is Sylvie Brett saying yes and finally being happy with the love of her life. There mm-hmm. is no other argument for anyone else being the love of her life except for matt casey they made that perfectly crystal clear yeah so, and i mean also for the fact we know she's leaving in season 12 now we I, do yes like i'm sorry like you that would be such a disservice to sylvie at this point if she said no mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm just just even though the one Chicago shows love to cause us pain, th- they're not that dumb and that stupid no. to end a character like that. 
Uh-uh. Yeah, if it if if this was not her exit plot, I might be a little worried about it. Uh-huh. Um, however, now that we know it's her exit plot, like there's there's no way they're gonna have that in badly for her. Uh-huh. Um you know, I know some characters have had bad endings on Chicago. Oh, I mean Fire. it's yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of sadness, there's been a lot of death, and there's been a lot of leaving for, like, not great reasons, but maybe it finally just took 12 seasons and 11, 12 seasons in to be like, okay, may- maybe we're course correcting a little bit here, fine. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think that's what it is, and I also think we have a different executive producer, not that I don't love that, Derek, I do, no. Derek did some great things. But yeah, he, he was did some not great things. Exactly. He was very much a shit kicker, right? Like killing Otis, <laughs> sending Gabby off the way that he did, mm-hmm. um, killing Shay all the way back to like season two. He's yeah. he was the dramatic I, death guy. And I like I still get nauseous thinking about killing off Evan Hawkins. Like I still Ugh. and that was his last that was his like swan song, oh. you guys. That, that everybody gets mad at andrea but that was not andrea no. y'all come on no. now that was Derek. he was on set for that episode that was Derek. okay oh. um i there is no way it was not <laughs> so i think that was Derek's like farewell to the show was like mm-hmm. i'm leaving and i'm gonna kill off this character you love goodbye mm-hmm. um i think andrea has a little different take on it I think while Andrea likes angst, very uh-huh. clearly she likes angst. Even uh-huh. as a, a, like the head writer, you could tell her tendencies were more toward angst than heartbreak. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so I think I don't know how smooth of sailing it's going to be, uh-huh. but I think she's going to say yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what they're going to do. I honestly, I have so many options in my head for how they're going to handle Bretzy, but I don't know because mm-hmm. they never do anything in the way that I expect them to, <laughs> right? Never. Um, But there was, tiny spoiler, uh, a casting for a baby for a still photo shoot that's eight to 10 months old. So that implies we're going to have like a six month time jump. <laughs> Because well, if yeah. that's not Julia, I don't know what yeah. baby that would be. It's got to yeah. be Julia. Because that would be about the right age for a newborn from April to now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like there is at some point going to be a six-month time jump. Uh, you know, who knows? Um, so I just don't know how they're going to handle Casey. I feel like my ideal, and we'll say this since we're not a One Chicago podcast and we don't Mm -hmm. have to do a wish list episode, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we can go ahead and just talk about it, right? So Mm -hmm. since we're talking about Kara leaving and um, Sylvie exiting too, Mm -hmm. my dream would be that we see the Bretzy wedding. Mm-hmm. we have been through some shit with these yes, characters okay yes, i want to see it. them get their happy ending and that mm-hmm. means a white dress and vows okay i want it let me have it mm-hmm. <laughs> um i i want to see the wedding i would like for sylvie to get some professional recognition mm-hmm. but my version of this is matt's maybe not moved back to town yet like he's working on moving back to town mm-hmm. And she's still in Chicago with the baby. Mm-hmm. 
and Matt comes back. He gets a job at another firehouse, right? Like he's uh-huh. been set up to take on leadership positions with this task force thing. I'm I'm saying he gets either some sort of role that's like a supervisory role or a chief position. Yeah, like a like a Midwest kind of yeah, yeah. Like he's he's got to get a job in Chicago that's like supervisory or an uh-huh. officer above captain, right? Uh-huh. At another house in another district, whatever. And then I would like for Sylvie to get a promotion and to work out of headquarters and not be in district four. And so in my mind, the, the best, most ideal, most perfect ending that I could imagine is Matt and Sylvie getting married, having their family of these Mm -hmm. kids that they've adopted Mm -hmm. and uh, them both working outside of district four. And Mm -hmm. so therefore they're still in Chicago but not a part of 51, which means Mm -hmm. they wouldn't be on the show. Mm -hmm. And so then if at any point there's any plots that they would want to use them for, they potentially could maybe come back if they Mm -hmm. felt like it and had the time in their schedule. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's the best way to leave it open, especially for characters that are, that have meant so much to the franchise as Matt and Sophie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, In case like, you know, there's ever, a day where Chicago fire is done and they want to bring them back for the end of the series. That's the best way to do it. Just have them in Chicago and happy. And then, you know, if you want, cause I still believe that the plan is for Matt to take over for Bowden in the end, like last episode of the show ever, Matt is chief at 51 mm-hmm. in my mind. That's gotta just, be the way it is. I don't like, I like talking about it. Cause I like, I want Matt and Sully to be happy, but then thinking about, the like one like Chicago Fire ending makes me emotional. I know, I know, me too. But I am like I know I am gonna okay. I am gonna be an emotional mess the night Kara's last episode airs mm-hmm. because it's gonna be Bretzy feels. It's gonna be Sylvie feels like I I love Sylvie so much. You guys don't even know she's the small yeah. town girl who ran away to the big city and against all odds and everybody telling her that's not going to work you're never going to do it she made a career and a life for herself and she has succeeded mm-hmm. and she's so proficient and capable and respected mm-hmm. by her peers like she's brilliant and then she's been through all of this heartache too on the side and like mm-hmm. the person that she's meant to be with ends up being the person she least expected mm-hmm. that she didn't see coming Mm-hmm. just the whole journey of sylvie from beginning to end mm-hmm. from this girl who ran away from this manipulative abusive um boyfriend fiance mm-hmm. to this girl that now knows her worth knows her value and what she's capable of mm-hmm. and is starting a family all the things that she dreams about love partnership family mm-hmm. and plus the adoption thing coming full circle just overall if you think about her journey i mm-hmm. am gonna i'm gonna cry oh there's gonna be lots of crying like happy crying and, and then... it's it, it's just it's those magnificent things of it's, it, it's just it's magnificent but it's also so satisfying when you and i we love this care we love had loved this characters these characters separately but we saw something on a screen on the screen happen and mm-hmm. we're like give me more please give yes. me more yes and then they started to feed us slowly a little bit of crumbs here and there and then we, you know, even then, like, Joe's wedding happened. And we're like, oh, 
excuse me mm-hmm. and because I, I just i saw your foot i saw the yes tweet you reposed like quote tweeted and it because it was the the photo shoot that i still get mad we never got to that was never like officially part of like the episode but i we know still enjoyed the they photo did a album. whole wedding album whole wedding Let's album talk about this a whole wedding album for yeah. joe and chloe yet they didn't do one for stella it's several. They it's used different... the budget for the John Legend song. That was literally it. Yeah, that's it. That's but no, yeah, that picture you're talking about because it had yeah. when it came out. I remember I freaked out oh. because it had Joe and Chloe behind oh. them was Stella mm-hmm. and Kelly, and then Matt and Sylvie. And I said then I posted it, and I remember mm-hmm. I said, "This is how the couples are going to get <laughs> married. This is the order: mm-hmm. first Joe and Chloe." then Stella and Kelly, and then Matt and Sylvie. Who's going to be right? Your girl's uh-huh. going to be right. Look at me go. Um, Yeah, it's it's all of my dreams. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just so satisfying. When it's like I said, it's those characters that you love dearly separately, but you see a magic that happens with them on screen. Mm-hmm. And to know that, you know, it, as fandom goes, sometimes they don't get their happy endings together. And it's, you know, yeah. it's because so, sometimes what we see isn't, aren't isn't what the producers want to see and they don't follow through on it and it's just it's like i said it just feels so satisfying to be have been so invested in a show to get to see it and be happy together to not be sad to not be killed off yeah yeah knock on wood um just because it's one <laughs> at this point but i think that people would riot if they did anything if they were going to do stuff. that they wouldn't they she wouldn't have six or seven episodes if they exactly. were going to do that it would be like two or three and yeah. she'd be gone yeah you know, so it'd but be it's like just, otis in season yeah. eight just yeah yeah <laughs> but it's just like i said it, it's just it's it's just one of those feels very good full circle happy things that it hurts in a way to lose them but with and i caution this with a but it's for a good reason because we felt yeah. like we've come to this culmination of who she is and it's time to move on and not only that, but the writers have sort of wasted Kara and Sylvie the last two seasons. They haven't mm-hmm. done much with her. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like she probably let them know she wanted to leave right around like 13 or 14 last season because the writing shifted after that. Mm-hmm. So uh, she probably let them know well in advance of the finale, which is how they were able to craft that story. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, I mean, poor Kara. Like she's she she's been through a lot <laughs> character's mm-hmm. journey and a lot of things that she's talked about she wanted to do and a lot of things she was excited about didn't happen on the show. You know, mm-hmm. like we've heard her interviewed before about things she was looking forward to and those things never came to be. So um I'm sure that for her it feels like she's it's her journey is her personal journey is taking a different direction which Mm -hmm. is totally understandable um so yeah i mean and it's not just sylvie that's coming full circle though it's also Mm -hmm. matt like if they Mm -hmm. show matt casey holding julia at any point i will no longer be living (laughs) that man has wanted a baby do you understand that man has wanted a baby since season one Mm-hmm. season one okay if they use these last seven episodes to not only have him marry the love of his life but finally have a baby i'm i'm just mm-hmm. i i will be dead i'm mm-hmm. i'm going to have to be buried and when you have my funeral just make sure you play the playlist i have on spotify that's Brett's season 11 and okay. we'll be good just good. you know i've got a playlist all queued up 
just find it, play it. Good. We're good. We're solid. (laughs) Okay. Good. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. Um, Uh I know there's, and I, I don't mean to say that you shouldn't, you know, if you're sad about it, you shouldn't be, of course. No, feel your feels about it, but it's, It's yeah, but it's just one of those, like, I've also had many a show where they've killed off the people and you don't really know about it or you know about it, but then they still kill them off. Anyways, this, I, I, this just feels very different and it feels different in a good way, which is so satisfying because it's like mm-hmm. I want to look back on the show later I want to still go and rewatch stuff later mm-hmm. and not feel like this resentful feeling because this show has brought me so much right and I still I, I still plan to watch it that's just who I am that's what yeah. I plan to do but I it's it's one of those things that like there have been shows I haven't gone back and rewatched because they've gotten rid of characters in a bad way yeah and it's just it sucks when <laughs> your tv any any media format when that happens because it's just like it's a little stab to the heart and that's mm-hmm. not fun to go and try and relive that well like for example even with chicago fire it's hard for me to go back and rewatch some of the bretzy stuff because mm-hmm. of the way the long distance plot went mm-hmm. i'm waiting depending on how the her last episodes play out that's all going to change for me mm-hmm. if i know it ends well i'll be able to rewatch it mm-hmm. but until i know that for a certain it still hurts a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, that example, like if, if, and for me too, talking about continuing to watch the show, I mm-hmm. will continue to watch the show because if I'm not worried about Bretzy, mm-hmm. I relax. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll enjoy it a little more actually. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, you know, watching Brett go through 10 times the heartbreak any normal person should go through, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm not, sitting there watching her walking down the street stumbling while she cries about missing the love of her life mm-hmm. I should be able to enjoy the show more <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm I'm gonna miss Kara I'm gonna miss Sylvie but as long as they allow her to have her happy ending with Matt and Julia and Ben and Griffin all together mm-hmm. as this happy little adopted family chosen mm-hmm. family then i will be good that's all mm-hmm. i need mm-hmm. like that I, I would like to see some professional recognition on the show mm-hmm. but if they as long as they give me my bretzy end game and mm-hmm. show, if they have like a happy little family i'm mm-hmm. i'm down i'm 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 okay with it mm-hmm. i can make my peace with it <laughs> agreed. agreed yeah so let's see um we let's talk about what we're going to do from here because now that we know mm-hmm. when the show comes back we can mm-hmm. start planning so we do know and this will be closer to when the show comes back so probably january february we are planning to do a wish list episode um and we'll give you more details about that the closer mm-hmm. we get to it but just know that that is coming um so a season two wish list episode of things we want to see or that we wish would happen uh but that is pretty much the only absolutely planned content that we have now we would Mm -hmm. like to do some episodes about you know the characters from fire country season one the relationships in season one whether that's platonic or familial or romantic whatever um, but we'd like to know, hear from you guys, which ones you want us to deep dive about. 
because mm-hmm. we really don't have that long until the show comes back. Mm-mm. So there's only so many that we can talk about. <laughs> um, also, if you guys would uh, be interested in us doing maybe like a sort of like a season one kind of recap episode where we rehash season one a little bit um mm-hmm. obviously not too in depth because that's a lot of episodes yeah uh, you know, just bullet pointed out a little bit yeah bullet point of characters you know. and storylines exactly and maybe reflecting on it all these months later do we still feel the same way we felt when it first aired that might be a good one to talk about i haven't rewatched season one so i probably should do that and that would be a good excuse i'm just saying mm-hmm. wink wink let us know if you'd like to hear us talk about that um but email us uh reply to our any tweet <laughs> uh reply to any instagram post however you want to do it and tell us what relationships friendships characters uh you want to hear us sort of dive deep into because mm-hmm. we are more than willing to do that especially now that we have a premiere date in sight we can start doing mm-hmm. show specific content mm-hmm. again um i'm yeah. so excited <laughs> yeah and i Logan and I were talking like briefly before we hit the record button it's I feel like we did mention it last year when we had converged to for Gina's wedding uh, that we had watched an episode of a show called Sky Med yeah and we kind of I think we watched one or two episodes and then we (laughs) I think we both said we were going to watch more did either of us watch more absolutely not um but apparently they just released season two episodes and so we're like you know what yeah maybe at one point we'll talk about that a little bit just, yeah, just that, for some fun. <laughs> sure, that would be a, a great like bonus episode. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so we were talking about doing that. Which, if we do that, we will let you know so you guys can watch mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it'll probably be us talking about just like one or two episodes. Yeah, nothing um, crazy, but you know, it, it it was fun, and you know, it's it 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 has season two episodes, so mm-hmm. it did well enough to get some season two. So we it just Listen, deserves some love. Those episodes we watched in Texas were amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. I we just sort of hung out in the hotel room and like put it, it on because awesome. it was it was available <laughs> and it it was enjoyable. It had mm-hmm. an ash bar. That's, uh-huh. that's all you really need yeah uh-huh. <laughs> so i mean the rookie has one sky uh-huh. med has one x-men uh-huh. has one uh-huh. <laughs> smallville has one Smallville has one. yeah <laughs> all the great ones oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah it was really enjoyable so that's definitely on the table too um for like a fun episode mm-hmm. especially because we do still have a considerable amount of time it's like at the same time not that much time and a lot of time it's hard to <laughs> like it's really not that far away but technically it is um so anyway but specific characters relationships whatever you want us to go more in depth in or whatever you have opinions on that mm-hmm. have not been expressed on this show or just have not been expressed by you Send them to us. Uh, our email is podcast.ladiesnight at gmail.com. <laughs> Making sure that that's correct in my head. Pretty sure that's right. Uh, <laughs> and then um, our, of course, our social handles. We are Ladies Night Pod on both, spelled a little differently on Twitter. So D Y S instead of D I E S. But we're Ladies Night Pod on both. Uh, and now I'm double checking the email because I'm paranoid that I got it backwards. Hold on. I will tell you. 
Ha, I got it right. Podcast.ladiesnight at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't had emails in a little while, guys, and I kind of miss it. I miss talking to you guys. Mm-hmm. I miss you. Come back to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so email us anything. I don't care. Tell us what you had for lunch. I'm, I would love to hear that. I just want to connect with anybody at this point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't you miss it? Don't you miss those emails we used to get? Those were fun. Yeah. Those were fun. Those were fun. Um, so let's get into it. Let's get hype because we're coming back. Mm-hmm. Things are mm-hmm. happening. We're going to mm-hmm. have more news from here on out. And I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So do that for us. Let us know what you mm-hmm. want us to talk about. Also, rate, review, follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Um, because when you do that, it actually helps us find a bigger audience. So the algorithm picks up on it and spreads the word. Um, so please do that for mm-hmm. us. We would appreciate it. Um, yeah. So that's all of that. Now let's get to our final question of the episode as we always do, because it is closing time and we mm-hmm. should probably get ready to go. Mm-hmm. What has been bringing you joy this week, Kim? Um, I think the first thing that pops into, well, two things that pop into my mind are I've, I started uh, watching Love Island Games, which is essentially Love Island stealing uh, the Bachelor franchise's Bachelor in Paradise and making their own format for it. And it's excellent. It's amazing because I already loved the show as its own format anyways, but now the challenges actually mean something and that you could be voted off. And so it's just really fun and entertaining. And also the fact that people, because the show goes through so many people, you only get glimpses of people's personalities sometimes because they get voted off like, like really quickly. And so I've been able to see people come back that I honestly hated or didn't know them at all the first time. And I've actually grown to like them because they've matured. They've gotten a bit better. They, they're maybe a little more wordly at this point. I don't know. But they're, I, I've been pleasantly surprised with a lot of the people that have come on there. And it's just been a really fun time. And I hope they just do many, many more seasons at this point. Because that's a really fun in-between of when the normal seasons of the show air otherwise. Um, and I would say the other thing that brought me joy is that uh, Marvel released the trailer for What If? and Season 2. Oh, and I haven't seen it yet go watch it because I let out a scream at the very end because one of my favorite Marvel characters is Darcy Lewis and Darcy Lewis is back in like what I think is a Christmas episode and she's talking to Happy Hogan and I'm like this is like fanfic come to life and I'm so happy because I like I Darcy Lewis is like a deep cut in Marvel and I love her she does not get enough love and so anytime she gets to be in something that I wasn't expecting her to be in it brings me so much joy like I I kid you not I watched the trailer and I heard her voice and I screamed because I like I said I love Darcy Lewis and to get to hear her and Kat Dennings voice in something Marvel just all the joy all the joy no I I love Darcy when I was writing like marvel fanfic i i wrote as darcy a lot <sighs> yeah um she, she was one of my favorite characters to use in fanfic mm-hmm. i love her mm-hmm. um yes on a related note uh what's been bringing me joy is the marvels mm-hmm. i'm gonna take a minute to talk about it now because it's bombing at the box office and i'm mm-hmm. so pissed it's so good you guys i okay let me say this i loved captain marvel but i went into this with kind of low expectations because marvel's been very mid lately mm-hmm. let me tell you something this movie is amazing um i loved the three different characters because mm-hmm. obviously 
they're from three different franchises technically so you know you've got kamala of uh-huh. course um from miss marvel and then you have monica from wandavision and then of course captain marvel right carol danvers uh-huh. um and nick fury back after a very disappointing run in secret invasion uh, i did not like that show i still but, need to finish it it's so boring and so slow i, I don't I still understand. need to finish it the plot in the ugh. The plot it's based yeah. on in the comics was so interesting and cool. And mm-hmm. they, they I don't know what they were thinking. But that's not what this is about. This no. is about the Marvels. And the mm-hmm. Marvels was so good that I intended to see it once. I While I was sitting through the credits, I bought another ticket, went out, and came back in. Mm-hmm. So I saw it two times in a row. And it was enjoyable both times. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun. It's the best Marvel movie I've seen in a long time. And I really need people to go see it. Go mm-hmm. see it. It's so good. And I'm mm-hmm. so bummed that the box office for it is not great because the post credit scenes were amazing. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't do well, I feel like those are going to die. And I'm I'm sad. Um, So please go see it. You will love it. it mm-hmm. It's so good. And there's like, I saw a review that said, it's admirable to make a movie this weird. And that describes... That's mm-hmm. all you need to know. It's yeah. it's weird, but it's weird in a delightfully entertaining way. It's like, yeah. I think it's the type of weird that Thor Ragnarok wanted to be and wasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. there's some great cameos in it. Okay. Oh, I love okay. it. Please go see it. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it also just, it's once again, also misogyny in general of like female superhero movies. They just mm-hmm. like to be shitty towards them. Really and also, do. it really sucks that, I mean, there was, it needed to come out when it did, but like with still the SAG strike happening, it's no just, promotion. It's unfair yeah. to have these standards for, like, unfair standards for them. It's not, yeah. I, mm, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, there was like no promotion for the movie with the stars because they yeah. could. Yeah. And I that did affect it. I am absolutely positive it did. But man, and I know there's superhero fatigue playing into this as well. Mm-hmm. But y'all get over the superhero fatigue and go see this mm-hmm. movie because it's so fun. Mm-hmm. I adored it. I mean, mm-hmm. oh my god, I don't. I'm not going to spoil anybody on it, but just go see it. You mm-hmm. you won't regret it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that brought me joy, and then um, some other more personal things brought me joy. Uh. <laughs> Um, which I won't talk about here, but man, I need good vibes. Y'all send me good vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, the Marvels and then I've been, I finished my reading goal. Yeah. So that's good. I had a, a minimum goal of 40, a stretch goal of 50, and I've read 51 books. Yay. Yay. Um, I discovered a series. I didn't discover it. It's been around for a while, but it's the first time I've read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a series by Jenny Holiday called Christmas in Aldovia. And it's three books, A Princess for Christmas, Duke, actually. And um, what's the third one? Oh, So This is Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's like The Princess Diaries meets Hallmark if it were produced by HBO. <laughs> uh and smush those together mm-hmm. and you've got the coziest 
warmest, sexiest Mm -hmm. series of Christmas romances. And I adored them. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them. Uh, I highly recommend them if you're looking for a Christmas read. Mm -hmm. Go check those out. Uh, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And those were like ones I found on bookoutlet.com. Uh, like Duke actually and So This Is Christmas and then I had to go find A Princess for Christmas on Amazon because it was the first one and as I said I'm a completionist so uh-huh. if there's three books I need three books uh-huh. um, but yeah I found the other two on bookoutlet.com for cheap and they uh-huh. were great so um, yeah go find yourself some Christmas novels though uh-huh. most of them I, I'm hot take though I think I said this last time Halloween books are better than Christmas books however Ginny Holiday's Christmas books slap go read them yeah i loved it Uh um also bringing me joy and probably for you too my birthday is this month (laughs) yeah same same so that's fun Uh Uh Uh, time off that's the best birthday present you can give yourself guys it really is it absolutely is use that pto Uh Uh (laughs) uh but that's about it for me anything else you want to add kim um i don't think so i mean only other slightly more related thing i need them to actually drop the announcements of casting for fantastic four. Oh my god i'm so tired there's of hearing rumors about i know there's rumors i love fantastic four and i need to know like what it is because i'm tired of rumors give me a solid confirmation yeah and then i'll be good yeah i like you i am so excited about fantastic four i love the fantastic four as a franchise mm-hmm. and i'm super glad that marvel gets to do it themselves and that it's you know it's away from fox yeah but i am so tired of the rumors can we just like just tell me what's happening i'm so tired of people saying they're talking to this person they're talking to this person this person did a screen yeah. test I don't want to hear it until I, you have official news. Just tell me. Just so I know it's good. I know it's delayed at this point. I know that. Yeah. But give me something yeah. to hope for. I also want to know what they're doing with X-Men. Like, are you just keeping them in their own alternate universe? Or are you doing your own thing? What's happening? Can you tell me? I'm confused. I got like, I, I, I just Marvel, tell me what the plan is. That's all I want to know. I don't yeah, I think... know who's playing who or what the plots are. Just tell me what you're doing. Yeah, I I think they don't know what they're doing either. So, <laughs> just I'm I'm I need people to just tell me. Are yeah, we casting? Well, what are we they, doing? Yeah, I think the hard part is they had a plan, uh, with Jonathan Majors of potentially being the next big thing, and yeah, that's falling apart. <laughs> this is a joy section. We're not going to talk about him. No, but I but think that kind of scrapped a lot of their original plans. Joy for... section. The rumor is they're replacing him as the big bad with Doctor Doom. That I'm fine with. I know. Me that too. I'm fine with. Me too. Yeah. I love Dr. Doom. And he has yeah. never been treated as the villain he should be. Yeah. Dr. Doom is scary as fuck, you guys. Yeah. Like, let's let's show him for his proper terrifyingness. Mm-hmm. Not a word, but we will yeah. make it a word. It works. Know. It works as a word. Yeah. But I'm with you. I just need, just tell me what we're doing, Marvel. Yeah. Like, I'm so we have, tired of rumors. No. And also, one thing I know we did not talk about, and we're going to end it here, is the joy that we, I think we are both going to get from hopefully seeing Taylor Swift and her boyfriend and her boyfriend's parents and her parents, parents meeting on my birthday at a football game. So I'm going to hope for that as our c- combined birthday wish. I'm so week. excited. Wait, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Okay. The videos from the show in Argentina we haven't talked about it i know we have to listen okay. 
I, so I, this is I, just an extended joy section because yes, you know extended, what? We're because I, I didn't this think episode about... is airing during our birthday week, so we can do as much as we, we want. Do whatever we want. Oh, yeah. Um, no, okay. So first, the first thing that happened was someone sent me the video of her saying karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming uh-huh. straight home to me, right? Uh-huh. Okay. I squealed like a little tiny girl. Same. Same. Squealed. And his blush, like, oh, I Mm -hmm. love him. I love Mm -hmm. her. I love them together. Mm -hmm. And then the video of her running to him after the show and the (gasps) kids, like, listen. And and it's her dad even doing, like, all the things of, like, recording him. and like wearing a Chiefs lanyard. A a Chiefs lanyard, even though we know he's an Eagles fan. And then even with Taylor finishing her show and coming out to Travis, her dad came out of the tent and was like, okay, here, here's you, where you, you stand. You this stand is here. where you stand. Wel- welcome her into to the back tent. <laughs> it was amazing. And then like mm-hmm. he had, Travis had like a we will stay sign for to mm-hmm. hold up during the archer. And he was like during Willow, he's like vibing and snacking. Like he was a yeah. mood. Ball, well, whole and concert. I think and I think during Shake It Off, he was like having yeah. some fun moving. And it's just it's like, you know what? This is what she needs. This is what he deserves as well. I'm enjoying it. Oh, and it's so good. She deserves to be happy. And she's clearly having the best time in the world. It's so good. Did you see uh, Hillary Burton's tweet about them? I adore Hillary Burton already. And I mean, also, Kel- have you, did you see Kelsey Ballerini's? Uh, yes. TikTok video? Yes. It's, because it's, she did it first. Let's yeah. be fair. Kelsey and Chase. Yeah, but it's we just it's them. the women supporting women and other and just even other women being happy, yeah, like, with the love of their life. Well, and it's just oh. though I loved Hillary Burton's tweet. Katie sent it to me. She mm-hmm. was, you know, and oh my gosh, I loved it because she was like, these babies are gonna have the most like flannel lined mm-hmm. Christmas, and then they're gonna be engaged by May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in one of the replies, she said, "Get you a man that lights up when you win." Mm-hmm. But I was like, boom that's mm-hmm. it that's the he, line it still comes back i know people have tweeted this many times he lets her be jeweled it's, I, he does he does oh i love them so much like mm-hmm. i saw a tiktok of these two girls talking about it the way we are now and they were like kicking their feet and mm-hmm. like being i'm mm-hmm. like that's me internally i'm like oh. and it's and i also hilarious that i think Swifties help make um Jason and Travis's Phil- Christmas in Philadelphia or whatever their holiday song was. It went to number one in iTunes, I think. So, <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. Also, That's and just so even good. part of all this, Jason Kelsey is absolutely a Swiftie, even though he hides it. He oh, for sure. Because with many of their, their, on their podcast, he's making some very deep cuts that aren't like not surface level Taylor Swift fan deep cuts like those are deep deep cuts that he he knows he knows the things he's on Twitter I think he's on TikTok as a secret account and he's watching all of the things (laughs) he's got a lurker he's got a lurker account yes oh my god no but I I love love Mm -hmm. and I love Taylor Swift Mm -hmm. and I love Travis Kelsey Mm -hmm. I'm beyond. I try not to ship real people. That's the thing I actively try not. No, to. it's we, we we don't advocate. We don't advocate for parasocial relationships. But it's Taylor Swift, and she deserves to be happy. Exactly, and she's happy, and that's what matters. And we're just all supporting her love, and exactly. that's what matters. 
that's exactly right well plus travis because we all love travis who doesn't love travis like i you know people can still be dumb they can have dumb moments but he genuinely i'm sorry the kelsey brothers in general they're good people and you Mm -hmm. know it i'm not mad it seems like it's perfect and i need it to continue or else love doesn't mean anything so (laughs) this is the thing these are the type of things that when you're an aspiring romance novelist you just can't help but be obsessed with because literally i spend all of my time when i'm not at work writing about love so Mm -hmm. i can't it's it's not my fault i just Mm -hmm. i can't i can't help it it goes Mm -hmm. beyond me Mm -hmm. same like i don't write but I enjoy TV and media and such. Like I, I like relation, cute relationships that happen, and it's this come to life. And, and we I don't love have it. our shows, so we don't. This so, is the yeah. show. <laughs> and I mean, though, granted, if we did have the show, we'd still be losing it because it's Taylor. We'd Swift, still be obsessed. So. It's correct. Yeah. yeah, I'm wearing a Taylor Swift sweatshirt right now. So, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. where it's just the way life is. Like mm-hmm. in this one shot, you can see the vinyl 1989 <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and my shirt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's clear you know that's just how life is mm-hmm. <laughs> oh that was a great note to end on that made me so mm-hmm. happy my cheeks hurt smiling i know right now i, I know that's that's what talking about taylor does it just makes you smile so hard your cheeks hurt it really does man she's had a killer year mm-hmm. good for her mm-hmm. oh. i mean i too wish i you know that you had a significant other that would fly to a whole separate country just to be, just... hang out with you for two nights yeah. so exactly what the heck Mm -hmm. it's amazing Mm -hmm. it's amazing Mm -hmm. oh man good times (sighs) well i guess we should go now probably probably. maya's wanting us to go so she can clean up the bar and go home Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. that's all right we'll be back Mm -hmm. here all the time pretty soon february it's coming Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the meantime guys go look up our socials and give us a follow Email us your thoughts. As we stated the email previously in the pod, you guys know what to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, We look forward to hearing from you, and we look forward to making more Fire Country-centric content very soon. Mm -hmm. So excited Mm -hmm. to get back to the topic. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye, Bye, Kim. Thank you for listening to Ladies' Night. If you enjoyed our show, please be sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe, depending on where you listen, and help us increase our statistics for the algorithm's sake, please. (laughs) If you'd also like to talk more with us about what we discussed in the episode or about the show Fire Country itself, we're happy to connect with you across all of our socials. You can find us on Twitter at Ladies Night Pod. Now that's spelled L-A-D-Y-S night pod on twitter well i guess formerly twitter now x and on instagram we are ladies night underscore pod spelled correctly also to reiterate our gmail that is podcast.ladiesnight at gmail.com so go ahead and send us your feedback on the episode or anything we discussed or anything regarding the show fire country we're so excited to connect with everyone we hope you enjoyed our show thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time at smokies